If you feel down in the dumps, you're not a dump. You can learn from your mistakes. Okay. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a really famous song by the Beatles. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. What's up, Courtney? Hey, Blake. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Are you enjoying the new year? I am. I've been excited about 2020 for a while. Doesn't 2020, it still feels weird to write it. Like, it feels like I'm in a sci-fi movie. It's not a real year. <laughs> just writing numbers. So true. I mean, I'm still waiting. Like, by now, the Jetsons really promised me a flying car. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to grow up and have a flying car. It's 2020 now. Seriously. We still don't have those. In the year 2000. You sing on every episode. Is that like... I do. Is, Blake, are you using a street tracker to track how many podcast episodes you sing on? Why do you think I made this habit stick? <laughs> Boom. Street tracker. Okay, well, we let people in. Yeah, that's what we're talking end. about today. How do you make a habit stick? Yeah, if you're somebody that... You know, your habit, maybe that you started at the beginning of the year, it's kind of seemed like it. Kind of fading. Maybe you missed a few days. Yeah. That gym membership, you're like, why did I pay an annual fee for that? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or you just feel like you're not really making any progress. We've got some tips for you today. That's right. Habit building is a long game. The insight we want to share with you today is that you need to have a scoreboard for your habits. Yeah, and we've talked about habit goals at length on this podcast. I think now is a great time to kind of tune in and recommit to the best way to do habit goals because most likely you probably started one this quarter, and now's a great time to like double down on it. Exactly, exactly. So we want you to start thinking about your habits less from a achievement perspective and more about a monitoring my progress perspective. Yeah. Monitor progress with a street tracker. And we're going to cover three benefits of that today. So this way you never have a habit goal slip away, even in its, you know, late January and February and March, you can still hit those habit goals and you'll feel confident and control. Your friends will be like, wow, Courtney, you're so disciplined. Look at you with your habits, right? (laughs) And, And the best part about the habit goal, this is the best, is because habits become installed. So eventually it doesn't have to take so much of your time. Right. And you're going to gain all this margin once you have it installed. Okay. But before we get into it, verbs, are you here today? I am here. Greetings to you both. (laughs) Oh, verbs. Oh, verbs. Hello. Wow. Thank you for joining us. I'm always here. I'm always here. (laughs) Thank you, the listener, for joining as well. Always glad to be here. Here's your invitation to the Full Focus Planner community. If you are not there yet, we welcome you to join in. It's the beginning of a new year. You'll find some new folks in there striking up conversations surrounding planners and productivity. So the only thing you need to do is go to Facebook and search Full Focus Planner community. Hop in the group and we will see you inside. Thanks, Herbs. Habit goals. Habit goals. Here's the thing with a habit goal. I feel like when I set a habit goal, sometimes I think, all right, I'm going to do this a million times in a row, and then at some point I'll, I'll say at the end of that rainbow, you know, I'll give myself a treat, I'll give myself an, a reward. Yeah. And what I've learned is that your habit goals, you need to have 
a reward system of sorts kind of throughout, right, to keep you motivated. Yeah, absolutely. That whole prize at the end of the rainbow, like halfway there, you're going to be like, ah, let's just forget it. Yeah, exactly. That's why the streak tracker is so important. Yeah, and we've got three benefits to share with you today on why you should use one. So the first benefit is visibility. It keeps your goal in front of you. Goal visibility is one of the probably most, no pun intended, but an overlooked part of goal achievement. You know, it it sounds so easy, sounds so simple, sounds so obvious that we think, well, you know, I know my it's in my head. I don't need to see it. I don't need to see, you know, I, I understand what it is. But the research shows that just having your goal more visible is critical to achieving it. Yeah, that's why we structured the planner with three levels of goal review, daily, weekly, and quarterly, so you have that visibility. I think that works especially well with achievement goals. You know, you can you can work on your work and then check your progress a week later, but with habit goals, it almost needs to be instantaneous. Even a daily goal review could right. be too late, right? If you're doing kind of you review your goals after your morning ritual, but your habit was about something to do with your morning ritual, for instance, well, now all of a sudden it's too late. So this is where the streak tracker comes in. So let's define the term. When we say a streak tracker, uh, what does that really mean? Yeah, basically it's simply a tool for keeping track of the frequency of a habit. And full disclosure, I'm a big fan of the streak tracker. I love being able to go back and say like, yes, I, I hit this today. Even just that sense of checking off the box. It just feels good. It's a little micro reward. It is. We have this in the planner. It's in the goal detail pages. So if you've got a habit goal, you can use the streak tracker that's built in there. And for me, I'm a big tech person. I like, I think we covered this one time. I have, I think, a bazillion apps, I think is the exact number. And I have downloaded streak tracking apps because I'm like, oh, I know what to do. That way I'll be on my phone. And I've noticed that I always, they never really work for me. And I think it's this idea of visibility because I'm not yeah, really, you, I'm not seeing them. I'm not writing them. There's something about the streak tracker being physical right. that I think is really, really key. Yeah, it's like the digital ones you just forget about, mm-hmm. even with good intention. Courtney, do you ever um, get tired of checking off your habit goal boxes inside uh, your plan? No. <laughs> never, it never gets old or mundane to you? No, absolutely not. No, I, I enjoy it a lot. That okay. little endorphin kick, I will take that. Any day. Mm -hmm. The happy dolphins swimming in your brain. There's also, this is a pro pro tip. So in the monthly calendar pages of the planner, there are eight little dotted boxes above each day. Have you seen those? Oh, I know know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, they're they're for tracking. You know, you can do check off tasks, I guess, with that. But really, it's for if you have a task that you want to do multiple times a day. So if you wanted to drink eight glasses of water, for instance, during the day, you could use the monthly calendar pages to sort of track that. And then you can see that streak through the month, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I actually have a question for you, Blake. So you did the tutorial videos for the Full Focus Planner. Mm -hmm. And there's actually one on that monthly calendar page. Do you get into that streak tracker where people could see it? I honestly, I don't remember. You can definitely see it, but I definitely didn't check off any boxes in there. 
You know, full disclosure, I'm acting like I wasn't there the whole time while you were recording this yeah, tutorial. Like, I was like, like hey, do you Blake. remember when I was telling you what to do in that video? Do you if remember? You did that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but regardless, you could look at page, you know, 16 through 21 and see those on your calendar pages in your planner. Or, you know, if you're not a full focus planner user, you can totally do this on your own. Just make some boxes and check them off. Exactly. If it's a big thing, if you keep losing sight of it, print out a big calendar, put it on your office wall, whatever you need to do, mark it with big X's, keep this visible uh, because visibility is key to habit goal achievement. Okay, benefit two is accountability. It makes you accountable to yourself. We've talked a lot about recently about accountability with other people. This is like your own accountability that you've built in. I think sometimes we have a tendency, maybe it's by personality type, but sometimes we think that something's going better or we're doing something than what's actually reality. You know, oh, how's it going? You know, someone checks in with your habit. Oh, how's that daily journaling habit? And you're like, oh, it's pretty good. You know, I'm I'm doing all right, you know. But you really don't know because you haven't actually been tracking yeah. it. That's such a good, good point. You may feel like if you're not using something to keep track – you may feel a different way than reality. And when you're checking off boxes, it's really clear where you are towards Sometimes your goal. painfully clear. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Right. I've definitely hustled to get a habit done, even if it was after I said I was going to do it, just because I'm like, oh, but then there's that space there, and I won't have that box checked. So having the visible physical streak tracker, it helps you stay accountable, helps you be consistent. I think it provides kind of that internal motivation to stay consistent. Yeah. And it's a really great tool for certain types of goals. If you've never used this, this is a great resource for you to maybe test out with a goal and see if it works for you. I did this one time. I've always, you know, done working out and, you know, I try to eat healthy essentially, but sort of generalized with like, oh yeah, I'm mm. trying to eat more of this or that. I'm trying to make sure I, you know, if I'm lifting weights, trying to have enough protein. What's up, bro? <laughs> protein. Bro. Protein. Oh, goodness. Verbs knows what I'm talking about. And it was interesting because I would often just kind of plateau in general. And I started using a, uh, it's called My Fitness Pal, but yeah. it was just kind of a food diary type of thing. And you track how many calories and all that. You know, for me, that's not necessarily something that I could do for a lifetime per se, but for a season to sort of true up or install a habit of what I'm really eating, wow, it was really powerful. And the progress I saw in general with my fitness was far greater than I had ever seen before just because I was using that as a street tracker. Yeah, it's like accountability for the season until you get the habit installed. And then you don't need to do a street tracker for the rest of your life for, you know, that installed habit. It's just for that season, for that extra accountability that you need. So the third benefit is satisfaction. We've talked about it already, but you get a mental boost from checking boxes. This is your favorite one. I know. You love your little box check. I do. I, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I literally draw boxes in my <laughs> other task list in the planner. <laughs> You're the only one who uses a full focus planner and like, couldn't there be more boxes? Could there, could be, there more be more boxes? boxes that I could check in this thing? No, I, trust me right now. There are people listening that are like, yes, preach Courtney on the boxes and checking it off. Actually, if you're with me, if you're like, yes, on the boxes, you know, post something and use the hashtag focus on this podcast 
and say like, yes, like I love checking off boxes. So I don't feel alone. Yeah, I, I tease you about it. But the truth is, I think scientifically we're all wired to some degree to benefit from that. Social media really capitalizes on that fact. I think in human beings, we love, you know, the affirmative ding of, of somebody liking a photo or something like that. And the streak tracker is sort of that ding when it comes to our goals. It's a positive little bing, you did it, yeah. check the box, it's, progress is happening. You it's know. the same thing in our brain, the same thing that makes us like be addicted to that social media ding. The, the endorphins, or as we call them, <gasps> the happy dolphins. dolphins swimming. There they are again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, it really does give you these little intermediate rewards. Like again, that rainbow, waiting till the end of the rainbow on a habit goal just – it's not very fun, first of all. And two, you're going to get kind of worn out in the middle. Yeah. So just to sum up, habit goals can fall out of sight. And at this time of year, this is where I think this is kind of the make or break season, it feels like. Yeah. You know, this first quarter, middle first quarter where you're sort of, okay, am I going to stick with this? Am I really going to do this? And to make progress on these lifestyle goals, on these habit goals – you really need to recognize this is a long game. It's going to take a while to install a habit, and you need to have a scoreboard to see where you stand. Yeah, and if you're somebody out there right now, and maybe you're trying to install a habit goal right now, and you've missed a couple of days, first of all. Shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of grace. But I want to encourage you and challenge you, like, get back at it and start using the street tracker. Today's a great day to get back on track. It's a positive word. A streak tracker is going to give you these three big benefits, just to restate what we shared today. One, visibility. It's going to keep your goals in front of you. Two, accountability. It makes you accountable to yourself. And three, satisfaction. Get the ding feeling, that happy feeling of checking off those boxes, that mental boost, that energy, that reward during the course of doing your habit. Yeah, ultimately, you're not going to have another habit goal slip away. And I know we've talked about it, but right now, probably most of you listening have some kind of habit goal that you're trying to install. And then you're going to feel great. You're going to feel confident and in control and disciplined, which, Blake, you mentioned several times. People are going to start saying, man, they're so disciplined. So disciplined. So disciplined. And speaking of people who are just totally crushing it, I think of our producer right here, Verbs. Totally crushing it. Am I right, people? I mean, people love verbs. Verbs, you're just loved. You're beloved in general. I feel loved. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Verbs, what do you have? You know, as we're talking about these street trackers, I think what would actually be fun is is to see how many of our listeners who use the street tracker and are just as excited as Courtney is about checking off boxes, if they could actually take a picture of maybe a completed uh, street tracker, however, whatever the length of the time yeah. is, or frequency, and post that in our full focus planner community on Facebook. I love that. You dig it? Take a picture, post it in the community. Let's see your street tracker. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. And if you're not a part of the community already, all you need to do is search in Facebook for full focus planner community right there and post your picture. We want to check those out. Also, I'm going to send out a shout out today to Vishki who left a review, a five-star review on iTunes. And they said, I've listened to a few podcasts and this one has been the one I'm most excited about, especially after listening to just one episode. It's such an awesome bundle of tips and tricks that would help every single person. 
I don't use a full focus planner, but I'm hoping to try one someday. Thank you, Vishki, for the encouraging words and the review. If you have not had a chance to review the show yet in iTunes, please do so. And maybe we'll read yours next on a future episode. And now we get a chance to travel over the international waters with our next caller, Heba El Hakim. Hello. Hi, is this Heba? Yeah, hi. How are you? Hi. This is Courtney and Blake from Focus on This. We're doing good. How are you? I'm good. Where are you from, Heba? Um, you're reaching me in Australia, <laughs> Melbourne, Australia. Right around the corner from Nashville, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you do make me really happy. I love when we have international callers. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Heba, today we're talking about tracking habit goals. Do you have any habit goals? Yeah, I do. Um, I have a few, actually, and I use the whole focus planner for that. I have a few achievements, sorry, habit goals, such as uh, that are related to health, and I have a few that are related to my vocation as well, like just to keep me on track with my coaching practice. So I have a few. That's awesome. I think the real question is, does it make you like feel all good inside every time you like cross it off? Yeah, absolutely. I have um, I have this little thing where if I'm crossing off, you know, at least, you know, a week or two in a row, I'll just give myself like a little reward, like any any little reward. So it definitely gives me the, you know, the feel good vibes at the end of the two weeks that I follow through on my, t- my habits. So yeah, I love that. So you mentioned that you have a coaching practice. Is that what you do professionally? Yeah, yeah. I coach um, entrepreneurs, uh, women entrepreneurs, mainly artists who are looking to start their business somehow online, and I help them do that. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. Heba, did you have any questions for us that we could help you with? Yeah, I, I've been using the Soul Focus Planner for, I guess this is my maybe ninth or tenth one. It's really ingrained in my habits and my daily habits and rituals. And I feel like I might be phased or, you know, I'm sort of going into maybe not maximizing sometimes because I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. I always try to use other aspects of it. For example, the ideal week, I'm always using the daily pages. I'm always using the daily big three and other tasks. I just feel sometimes like, am I, am I still maximizing its use, even though I'm using it every single day? So I want to know if, is there a way to continue on like improving and and getting better and better at it? Because I'm using it the same way every single day and it really helps and I can't live without it basically. So yeah. First of all, I would just like to say it's a great question to ask. I mean, everybody that uses the planner, you're investing in something. And so you want to get the most out of it. Mm, So I think it's such a great question to ask. I think the easiest way for us to answer that is to kind of ask you what you currently are using and not using. I know you mentioned the Ideal Week. Are you currently doing the weekly preview so I do the weekly preview and I find I concentrate more on the biggest wins and doing the how far did you get. And I'm still using the classic version. So mm-hmm. I still have the what worked, what didn't. I'm not sure if it's that's in the new version. But then I find uh, coming into the question where it says list sweep or major events, deadlines and tasks, I kind of like leave that and just go straight to the daily pages and schedule, you know, referring to my calendar and just putting them there. So I 
feel like I'm not maybe using that part the most, but I definitely do the weekly preview. And sometimes I end up really reflecting on what worked and what didn't, but sometimes it doesn't change week from week, but it still gives me that chance to review myself anyway. So yeah. And as part of that, are you setting a weekly big three? Yeah, definitely. So I set a weekly big three and then um, that's what goes into my weekly preview to see if I've hit that. And I've noticed that sometimes on really busy weeks, I might need to adjust my weekly big three so that I can really get things done, the the important things done. So I feel even on my 10th full focus planner, I'm still working on getting better at that, knowing what needs to go into that weekly big three so that I'm really moving forward the keystones that I need to move for my goals. So I feel like I have to keep referring back and keep trying to get better at it process, you know? Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, you're using the core elements really well, which is awesome. I don't know what your quarterly preview process looks like? Do you do a quarterly preview as well? Yeah, and I've um, I've I've been doing it quarterly, but then it comes into the like right now I'm coming into the annual one right, and where I take my four full focus planners and I just kind of read them over and then go into my new year with like a fresh mindset and then checking off to see if there's goals that I need to push back or park or um, put into the new year. So I tend to do a quick quarterly review Mm -hmm. and I feel like I need to give more time to that so that my annual review isn't such a big ordeal. (laughs) So I feel like I need to apply myself more in the quarterly reviews. Right. Yeah. So when I hear someone like you who's who's using it and they're staying focused during the week and they're they're checking boxes and stuff, but they they have almost a sixth sense of is something missing? Could could there be more? What that usually tells me is you are maybe not giving yourself enough time to pause and to reflect on a deeper level. So the weekly preview, I think, is great from a process standpoint, because what you don't want is the opposite of, you know what, if in order to do a weekly preview, I need to spend eight hours, and I just don't have the time, so I just won't do it, or I get caught in the weeds of all this stuff. Um, but I would encourage you, you could do this even before a quarterly preview if you wanted to, but just say, hey, could I do an extended weekly preview where I give myself a chance almost to not to go too deep on this, but to sort of let your soul breathe a little bit and to have just some free journal time and just what is coming up in my heart or in my mind um, in general. Because, you know, we have assessments like the life score assessment. I think if you haven't used that tool recently, that can help illuminate where where could I put some focus. But if you're journaling out stuff and giving your, I, I mentioned the quarterly preview because that's designed really to take a look at your rituals for instance, take a look at your ideal week and go, is this producing the results that I really want? But I think the value is just scheduling extra time for self-care. And the self-care is simply to pause and to reflect and to go, is, you know, I think instinctively we know sort of what we really want. But if we stay too mm-hmm. busy, we never really give our hearts a chance to voice that to us. Is this is this too deep, Courtney? Is no, this making I, sense? I think this is right on. Yeah. It's spot on. <laughs> you know, I want to interrupt really quickly because I, I feel like everybody out there listening is, well, you, you know, why aren't y'all asking her the obvious question, which is, you know, are you using the index? the index is the missing link the index uh yeah i'm totally kidding there 
Uh, yeah, it just sounds like you're doing an amazing job. Um, really using this. Couldn't agree more with what um, Blake shared. And we'd love to see, you know, how if you implement that, what that produces for you. Yeah, yeah, I think you were spot on. Um, it, it is about scheduling a bit more time to do these um, and to check in. Um, more with my heart rather than my mind and just keep going, going into the, the, the next full focus planner and all that. So, um, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Absolutely. Heba, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you, Courtney. And like, thank you so much for having me. Yep. Thank you. Have a good day. Our pleasure. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Heba sounds like an all-star to me. Seriously. She said she's what? 37 planners in? 37. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> She's an all-star, but I think it's a it was a good cue to go, you know what, sometimes even with the planner, you know, you don't want to get too far into just checking boxes mode without right. pausing and going, all right, like, am I really checking in? Am I really getting the lifestyle results, the goal results that are really yeah. important to me? I actually really resonate with her question. I mm. totally get that, like, wanting to know is there another level? You know, like, mm-hmm. could I, is there more that I could get? I mean, as soon as she asked it, I was like, yes. And I really hope that for many of you listening, that this podcast actually helps provide that. Like, yes, you know, we're all, there is like another level that we can all get to, especially with goal setting and productivity. I mean, across the board. Well, this was a great episode. It was. I really like this one. Focus on this. Thank you for joining us again. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends. And remember, obviously, use the hashtag focus on this podcast. That's right. And next week, we've got another great episode coming for you on Monday. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. It's a brand new day. Get going to get the right stuff done. Focus on this. Focus on this. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass.